Chapter Twenty Two of The Heart of Philura by Florence Morse Kingsley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Two A Rainy Dawn. You must keep this door shut. Milly looked up inquiringly, and then she lowered her eyes, glancing sideways at the small, motionless bundle on the cot. If the child cries, Mrs. Hill went on in a slow, harsh voice. The mother must not hear it. She's too ill at present. The two women were standing in a small room off the kitchen, the light of a rainy dawn upon their faces. Shall I... Uh, would you like me to go for a doctor? stammered the girl. She stood twisting her fingers nervously, trembling a little after hours of dumb terror passed alone in the big kitchen. I should have told you in the beginning that I was able to care for the case, Mrs. Hill said coldly. If you were frightened, I am sorry. The child is healthy. It will sleep. Milly stole a swift glance at her mistress. Years appeared to have passed over her head during the night. The full, pale cheeks had fallen into longitudinal folds and wrinkles. There were purple pouches under the bloodshot eyes and streaks of white in the smoothly brushed hair. There was no time to call a physician, Mrs. Hill went on slowly. You know that. Her eyes cajoled, then threatened. The event was unexpected, but fortunately I have had experience. My daughter is perfectly safe. She will recover. You need feel no alarm. The girl's troubled glance again sought the cot, in the midst of which, with a singular effort of lonely isolation, lay the motionless little mound of blankets. Well, would you like to see the child? asked Mrs. Hill, her mouth twisting in a difficult smile. Milly's breast heaved. If you please, she said huskily. Mrs. Hill moved toward the cot and stood for an instant gazing somberly down at it. A lump in her broad, bare throat seemed to move a little. She bent down, drawing the blankets aside. It's a fine, healthy child, she said dryly. A boy. The girl gazed at the little head covered with dark down, at the tiny pink face with its closed lids, at the minute fists upheaved on either side. Something within her trembled and the breath came from her parted lips in light, quick gasps. Mrs. Hill replaced the blankets, her large hands moving swiftly. "'I'm going upstairs,' she said. "'I shall come down presently for the gruel. Don't burn it.' Milly moved obediently toward the stove, still dazed and trembling before the unveiled mystery. "'You must keep this door shut,' the woman repeated sharply, "'and all the doors between.' Keep them closed. Do you hear? Milly raised her eyes from a blind contemplation of the bubbling stuff in the saucepan. Uh, well, if the baby cries, she murmured, uh, shall I? It will not cry. I shall attend to its wants myself. Do not come upstairs and do not permit anyone to enter. Do not speak to anyone. The house must be kept quiet. Milly's lips parted. She seemed about to ask another question. Mrs. Hill darted a quick, impatient glance at her. 
why am i forced to explain to you it seemed to say my son left early this morning the toneless voice went on he will not return we shall join him as soon as mrs hill is able to travel the door closed and milly left to herself stood for a long minute quite motionless in the middle of the large kitchen a heavy silence seemed to have settled upon the house outside in the wet grass a cricket chirped disconsolately a stealthy little wind crept about the eaves whined eerily in the chimney and then passed with a deep murmuring rustle into the dripping hemlocks which fringed the ruined garden the girl pressed the back of both hands against her eyes like a child in pain end of chapter twenty two